Welcome to episode 42 of the Moms of Truth podcast. My name is Alicia, and I just want to say today that I am feeling especially thankful for God's direction because I really can't do this mom thing all on my own. There are just so many unknowns that I can't see, like the deep parts of my children's hearts or what's going on in their little heads, what the future holds for them. And so today, I'm just thankful that God's Holy Spirit helps me understand and guides me in how to teach and train them up according to the unique way that he has made each one of them. Before we get started on today, I wanna let you know that over on the Moms of Truth YouTube channel, this Wednesday, I will be giving you a look inside the book, Guy Stuff, the body book for boys. And it is to help equip moms and dads to have those body changing or puberty talks with boys. I'm actually about to have this talk with my son. And to be honest, I've been pretty worried about it. And I'm sure that I'm not alone in that. So if this has been a worry of yours also, please go ahead and subscribe to the Moms of Truth YouTube channel and then ring the bell so you can get a notification when it's available this Wednesday. Day. I do plan to do more of these kinds of videos in addition to some of the homeschool curriculum that we do, and these won't be available on the podcast, only on our YouTube channel. So today we're talking about integrity. Why is it important for our children to practice? Last week, me and my son Elijah had some unscripted talk about integrity to start the discussion off, so be sure to check that out. I deeply believe that this is an essential character trait for our children to develop in order to walk faithfully with the Lord. So it looks like this will be about a five-part series. We'll be reading a little bit through Daniel's story today, so grab your Bibles if you're able. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that is living and active and able to equip us for every good work that you have planned. We thank you for the privilege of having access to your word without restriction. As we read the scriptures today, Father, would you help us understand Bring your word to life in our minds and in our hearts so that we may pass these things along to our children, bringing them up in your truth, which is the way to life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so Daniel chapter one, all the way down to verse 16, and I'll be reading from the ESV translation. Daniel taken to Babylon. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with some of the vessels of the house of God. And he brought them to the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, lowercase g, and placed the vessels in the treasury of his God. Then the king commanded Ashpenaz, the chief eunuch, to bring some of the people of Israel, both of the royal family and of nobility, youths without blemish, of good appearance, and skillful in all wisdom, endowed with knowledge, understanding, learning, 
and competent to stand in the king's palace and to teach them the literature and language of the Chaldeans. The king assigned them a daily portion of the food that the king ate and of the wine that he drank. They were to be educated for three years, and at the end of that time, they were to stand before the king. Among these were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah of the tribe of Judah. And the chief of eunuchs gave them names. Daniel he called Belteshazzar, Hananiah he called Shadrach, Mishael he called Meshach, and Azariah he called Abednego. Daniel's Faithfulness, verse 8. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine that he drank. Therefore, he asked the chief of eunuchs to allow him to not defile himself. And God gave Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who assigned your food and drink, for why should he see that you are in worse condition than the youths who are of your own age? So you would endanger my head with the king. Then Daniel said to the steward whom the chief of eunuchs had assigned over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, test your servants for 10 days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter and tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, it was seen that they were in better appearance and fatter in the flesh than all the youths who ate the king's food. So the steward took away their food and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. Okay. There is so much going on in this story so far, and I'm not gonna have time to unpack all of it. So we're going to mostly be focusing on Daniel's level of integrity. I have this book called 40 Days Through Daniel by Ron Rhodes, and I'm gonna reference a few things from it. On page eight, he writes that Daniel was taken captive as a youth to Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar in 605 BC. He was likely 15 or 16 years old when this happened. Daniel was a teenager when he was taken from his home and his parents. Can you imagine? On page 16, Ron Rhodes writes, Nebuchadnezzar wanted these young men to be enculturated and assimilated into Babylonian society. So not only was he taken from the land of his God, uprooted from an environment where his God is praised, his scriptures are taught, where the holy temple was, he was taken from all of that and placed in the enemy's kingdom. He was taught their laws and their lifestyles. In verse eight, scripture says, but Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself. This word resolved means purposed, determined, commit, set, ordain, to fix. And then on page 21, Ron writes, ultimately, Daniel resolved that even though he lived in a land that did not honor God's law, he himself would nevertheless do everything possible to continue obeying the Lord's commands. Walking in faithfulness to God was harder in Babylon than in Judah, but God rewarded Daniel's faithfulness. Mama's our children are going to leave the home one day. And for a lot of you, that may already be the case. 
But even before that, they start more and more gaining independence. So many things are going to happen that we don't see with our kids or ever know about. Our children are going to come across outside influences from society, friends, social media, billboards, magazines, songs, influences everywhere ungodly influence, enticing them to lay down their faithfulness to God. And as a mom, I want to know that my children are equipped, like Daniel, to hold fast to their convictions, that they understand, hey, no matter what or who is around, I have a responsibility to honor God in all things at all times. I want them to feel that deep within their soul. So when all these pressures come upon them, because they will, we cannot keep them safe from it. I need to know they will be able to stand firm on their faith, to not walk away from fellowship with the Lord their God. And not just for the bigger temptations, but especially the, the things that seem small and insignificant. It is so crucial for their walk with him that they grow and walk in integrity. So that's actually all for today. I hope that you will join me on the rest of this series. We have lots of good stuff to still talk about. Um, and next week, we're gonna be covering temptation. So remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can check out that awesome equipping book on puberty that I mentioned earlier. Until next week, mama, teach them truth, train them up, and trust God through it all.